Welcome to Falun Gong News, direct from China and around the world, from the Minghui website. Topics include news about the persecution of Falun Gong in China, local events, and special items of interest. Now for this week's stories. Taiwan offers many opportunities for early morning Falun Gong group practice. The island of Taiwan is home to many Falun Gong practitioners. With an area of less than 14,000 square miles, the country hosts more than 660 Falun Gong exercise sites. Each group offers free exercise instruction to people wanting to learn the practice and cultivation support for fellow practitioners. The municipality of Taiyuan has 58 Falun Gong exercise sites. Practitioners come together at a local high school from 4.50 to 6.40 every morning to do the Falun Gong exercises. On the weekends, they also study the teachings of the practice's founder, Mr. Li Hongzhur, as well as share their personal cultivation experiences. Participants in the group agree that starting the day practicing together benefits them physically and mentally. Practitioner Xu Hua shared that when meeting with a non-practitioner friend recently, she identified a way that she was falling short as a cultivator. Her thoughtful friend brought along two cups of coffee one for each of them. Shiwa normally gets coffee only for herself. As a practitioner, she realized that she should follow what Master Lee teaches and think of others first. Shiwa said that because she practices Falun Gong, she has become more conscious of her words and deeds. She also reminds herself to strive to be a better person in her everyday life. Another practitioner named Hui Wen shared that during the Chinese New Year period this year, she tripped while using the stairs at home and sprained her foot. Her first thought was that she was fine. Through doing the Falun Gong exercises, she didn't have much discomfort. Hui Wen kept in mind that practitioners look inward in every instance. She recalled that just before falling, she had had a thought connected with the attachment to self-interest. The practitioner said that as soon as she recognized this thought, she eliminated it. Through practicing the exercises more, she quickly recovered from her injury. Last December, new practitioner Jun Wei searched online for information about Falun Gong exercises. She taught herself to do them at home. The practitioner has persisted in joining the morning exercises at the practice site every day, even in freezing temperatures. She has noticed that her moral character, referred to as Qin Qing in Mandarin, is improving with her Falun Gong cultivation. Jun Wei has learned to be more patient and is less impulsive when talking with others. The new practitioner expressed gratitude to fellow practitioners for holding the free nine-day class introducing Falun Gong 
with Master Lee's recorded lectures. She also appreciated their help in adjusting her exercise movements. Jun Wei looks forward to continued improvement. New York, man arrested and charged with assault for attacking Falun Gong booth. Police officers from New York's 109th Precinct arrested 77-year-old Zhong Ping Chi on February 18th for attacking a practitioner at a Falun Gong information site on February 16th. The crime took place in Flushing, a neighborhood in the New York City borough of Queens. Falun Gong practitioner David Fung sustained injuries to his hand, neck, and chin. Fung called the police in response. Four officers quickly arrived to investigate. They told practitioners, if you see this man, call the police at once, we will arrest him. On February 18th, the suspect was seen on the streets of Flushing. Practitioners at the booth called the police immediately, and Zhong Ping Chi was taken away in handcuffs after the victim identified him as the perpetrator. Chi was charged with third-degree assault and taken to the Queens County Criminal Court. At the time of the assault, passerby Zhou Zhang noticed the incident and captured it on video. In a media interview, he said, I was shocked. In America, people have freedom of belief. The video recording made by Zhang showed that as the perpetrator turned to leave the scene, a man next to him patted him on the shoulder and said, You will be fine. Falun Gong practitioner Michael Yu suspects that Zhong Ping Chi was recruited by the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, to make trouble at the Falun Gong sites. Chi, who has a history of harassing local practitioners, often swore at them, but they never replied in kind or fought back. The man's aggressive behavior disturbed nearby stall holders, who attempted to discourage it. Li Xuejing, a practitioner at the information booth, reported once saying to the attacker, You cannot do this. But the man continued to swear at practitioners and even waved his fist at them. An elderly woman at a neighboring stall told the man to stop his unruly behavior. This was not the first time Falun Gong information booths have been attacked. In February of last year, a man named Bu Cho Jung was charged with a hate crime and criminal mischief in the fourth degree for vandalizing the stands. A local resident said that the practitioners were doing something good and that if people like Jung were allowed to go free after committing such crimes, it would be a threat to security. The resident also said that such criminals should be deported. E. Rong from the Falun Dafa Association in New York said, We thank the officers from the New York Police Department's 109th Precinct for their prompt response and action in arresting the suspect. Rong also went on to encourage Chinese immigrants living in America to not help the CCP persecute Falun Gong and not align themselves with the wrongdoings of the corrupt CCP. Italy, practitioners submit signatures calling to end Chinese Communist regime's persecution of Falun Dafa. 
Italian Falandafa Association representatives submitted a petition to the Italian government on January 26, calling for an end to the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP's persecution of Falun Dafa, also known as Falun Gong. The signatures demanded that the state-sanctioned murder of practitioners for their organs be halted. The petition also urged the Italian government to pressure the UN Secretary General to launch an international investigation into the CCP's egregious human rights violation. Elisabetta Zamparuti, former member of the Italian Parliament and Italian representative of the European Committee Against Torture, along with Senator Roberto Rompi, supported a similar petition in 2019. Zampa Rudy and Rompi both expressed their solidarity with the Falun Dafa practitioners. Ms. Zampa Rudy said, Every organ harvested from these practitioners who follow the principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, is an unprecedented violence against the entire human society. Senator Rompi pointed out that the persecution has been absolutely established. He added, It is therefore very important that the Italian government and parliament take a clear position to protect those who practice this. Multiple Italian members of the European Parliament signed a resolution a few months ago that condemned live organ harvesting in China. The resolution called on the pertinent national institutions to assess and review their relationship with relevant Chinese institutions regarding transplant medicine, research, and training, educating Italian citizens traveling to China about the unethical organ procurement practices was cited as key, as well as discouraging participation in purchase of organs sourced from China. In 2014, the Italian Special Committee unanimously passed a resolution requesting that the Human Rights Committee of the Italian Senate encourage their government to reconsider Italy's doing organ transplant training in cooperation with China. Sichuan man sentenced to prison for his faith. U.S. resident daughter calls for his release. Mr. Tang Li Rong of Deyang City, Sichuan Province, was recently sentenced to four years for practicing Falun Gong, a spiritual discipline that has been persecuted by the Chinese Communist regime since 1999. Mr. Tang's daughter, who currently resides in the U.S., is calling on the Chinese authorities to release Mr. Tang who is 60 years old. Tang was arrested at work on April 2, 2020. The police broke into his office, slapped him in the face, and handcuffed him. Both of his residences were ransacked that day. His ID and passport were confiscated. While ransacking his home, the police quickly showed him a search warrant, but did not let him read it. Before releasing Tang under house arrest the next afternoon, the police took his photo and collected his fingerprints and took a blood sample. 
The police summoned Tang five times between April 20th and May 18th. They attempted to find out more about another practitioner, Miss Zhao Jie. The police also showed Tang a list with over 20 English names and asked who they were. While they were interrogating him on April 27, 2020, the police called Tang's daughter, Miss Tang Rei, knowing that she also practices Falun Gong. They asked Miss Tang what she was doing in the U.S. and what practitioners she knew. They said to Mr. Tang, We can't do anything to your daughter right now because she is in the U.S., but as soon as she comes back, we will arrest her. On February 8, 2023, Mr. Tang and two other Falun Gong practitioners, Ms. Qian Shuju and Ms. Tsai Shangyu, were summoned to the Jingyang District Court. When they arrived, they were taken to the hospital for physical exams and then to the local police department. A police officer surnamed Diao revealed that it was the court that ordered the police to arrest the practitioners before hearing their cases. Mr. Tang was later secretly sentenced to four years. The court never notified his family of the verdict, which an insider confirmed on February 20th. Taiwan. Parents and children moved by the principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance during the Mingwei winter camp. The 13th Taiwan Mingwei Winter Camp was held at the National Yunlin University of Science and Technology from February 3rd through the 5th. 80 students ranging from 4 to 12 years old, along with 30 of their parents, participated in the camp. During the event, the students did the Falun Dafa exercises and studied the teachings of Falun Dafa. There were also demonstrations of Chinese classical dance, games, and drama appreciation was taught. The theme of this year's winter camp was making choices. Through stories and drama appreciation, children learned how one's choices can change outcomes. Choices that align with Falun Dafa's principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance were illustrated as being the best choices. One parent named Yu Chun said, My child used to take a long time washing his hands prior to doing his homework or reading the fa. However, after attending the camp, I saw a big difference in his behavior. The mother also shared a story of how her four-year-old daughter, Ruru, was upset when she was told to fill her own water glass. The child just stood in place and refused to move. A young practitioner next Ruru said, go find your mom. However, another young practitioner said, let her choose. Two other young practitioners added, yes, we are all making choices today. The conversations between these young practitioners impressed Yuchun. She said, I was very touched upon seeing these interactions. She noted that the adults at the winter camp tried to guide the young practitioners with Falun Dafa principles. Yuchin also relayed, I found many of my own shortcomings by participating in this camp. I made my choice when I forced my child to do certain things. 
she realized that she should be more patient and provide her child with encouragement to make the right choice. She said that we need to have more patience and tolerance for them. Another parent by the name of Shinya said that the drama Good and Evil performed by the older children helped younger practitioners distinguish their own thoughts and notions. It helped them to make correct choices. Jinya shared an example. The children were supposed to accomplish certain tasks after school, but sometimes decided to play with toys instead. Shinya reminded them to do the right thing and later asked them, Were you being tricked by bad thoughts? You made the right choice by listening to the little angel, right? The children replied, Oh, yes. It was good that we did not get tricked. They saw this kind of choice dramatized in the play Good and Evil. The organizer of the Mingwei Winter Camp, Xin Rong, said that in the process of planning and coordinating the winter camp, she also learned to make good choices. She allowed everyone in the team to use their greatest strengths. Team members each developed their own best plan. The organizer said, only by working together will this camp be successful. As the Mingwei winter camp drew to a close, practitioners, young and old, said with one voice, let's come back together for the summer camp. Shenyan presents 14 performances in three South Korean cities. A Road of Hope for the Future. Shenyan World Company presented 14 performances in South Korean cities of Busan, Gumi, and Seoul from February 2nd through February 19th. This was the first time that Shenyan has returned to South Korea since the pandemic. Film director Mr. Kang attended a Shenyan performance in Seoul on February 15th. He exclaimed, Shenyan is so special. Watching it was like being invited to attend an emperor's feast. Kang called the performance magnificent. Also in attendance at a Seoul performance was film director Mr. Choi, who said, It's great to witness such high-realm performing arts. Choi noted that Korea has Confucian culture that is similar to what is depicted in Shen Yen's various stage stories. He noted, the theme of the performance today was to advise people to be kind, to live harmoniously, and to enjoy happiness together. I hope that in the future there will be more opportunities for modern people to enjoy Chinese traditional arts. Mr. Seo is the president of a college educational center. He attended the Shenyan performance in Busan on February 2nd. Seo said, Shenyan is something created by the divine. He was impressed by the concepts Shen Yin delivered, which he summed up in three words, truthfulness, compassion, and tolerance. Sio shared, we all should recite these three words. We should remember them in our hearts. The educator expressed high praise for Shen Yin's director, saying that he created a miraculous performance that is inspiring and uplifting audiences. University educator Professor Kim saw Shen Yen in Busan on February 2nd. From the performance, he realized that a new world is being built. 
and the door to enter the new world is to be a kind person. He said, the new world is inside truthfulness, compassion, and tolerance. Kim said that human beings are facing an unprecedented crisis. He saw a road of hope in Shenyan. In his words, from Shenyan, I understand that the good and the kind will overcome evil suppression, and these people will enter that new world. Literary master Choi experienced Shenyan in Busan on February 5th. He said insightfully, Shenyan is reviving traditional values in the big divat of modern ideologies. This brave work has far-reaching significance, which is beyond any ideology or ism. Choi expressed his respect for Shenyan's artistic director, observing that the director organized so many different art forms together. Choi said, He isn't an ordinary person. He has extraordinary knowledge and wisdom. I admire him. He is really amazing. 95-year-old Mr. Park is president of a Christian organization. He saw Shenyan in Busan on February 2nd. The elder commented he would die without regret because he attended what he referred to as this amazing performance. Park noted, Human beings are very depraved. Shen Yin is restoring people's morality. It shows that divine beings are saving people before they are to perish. He was impressed by the Shen Yin's artists' skills and techniques, but said he was moved by their cooperation even more. He said he had a great time. Professional flutist Miss Yo attended a Shenyin performance in Busan on February 4th. She said Shenyin is one of the top performances in the world. I hope I can take my students here to attend Shenyin, and then they can see what a great performance should be. Former city council speaker Mr. Park attended a Shenyin performance in Gumi on February 8th. He observed, Shenyan purified our souls. I feel the whole universe and the human world have become more transparent, cleaner, and elevated to a place of more positive energy. Shenyan is a huge gift to us humans. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.